1: Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven, Matthew 5 and verse 10. The kingdom of heaven, my, what a wonderful thought, motivation, and a goal that renews one's strength when the persecutions and challenges come in life. It's a wonderful thought and worthy of our study today. A thank you to our J. Webb, And greetings to all of you. Thank you for tuning in to our broadcast from the International Gospel Hour, for your interest, your kind remarks that have come our way, and for all that you have granted unto us. Thank you for being with us today. A beautiful study of the Beatitudes from Matthew chapter 5 and verse 3 is indeed one worthy to pursue. We have looked at the Beatitudes throughout various broadcasts here from the International Gospel Hour. I like to call these attitudes to become, be attitudes. And today we're going to Matthew 5 and verse 10 as we enter into what we call the fourth stage of the Beatitudes building blocks. This is the challenge stage. The first building block from verses 3 and 4 is the beginning a person that is just downtrodden, beaten down from sin, and they reach up to God for their answers. And then when they are obedient to the gospel, there is the second building block of progress, verses 5 and 6. The third building block is perfection or maturity in verses 7 through 9. And when we come to verse 10 of that fourth building block called the challenge stage, It is where the Christian is now equipped and ready for the challenges ahead of them. In 2 Timothy 3.12, we are reminded that all that will live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. Let's think about that in a moment, or this moment, if you will, from Hebrews 11.35-38. Listen to this text as we talk about those of faith and what they faced. Women received their dead raised to life again. Others were tortured, not accepting deliverance, that they might obtain a better resurrection. Still others had trial of mockings and scourgings, yes, and of chains and imprisonment. They were stoned, they were sawn in two, were tempted, were slain with the sword. They wandered about in sheepskins and goatskins, being destitute, afflicted, tormented, of whom the world was not worthy. They wandered in deserts and mountains, in dens and caves of the earth. All of this persecution and trial because of their faith. Consider that area of text, that context, if you will, and I am reminded of reading a Jewish legend that said that the wicked king Manasseh had Isaiah the prophet placed in a hollow tree trunk and then had Isaiah's torso and the tree sawn through with a saw. How horrible. Think about Jeremiah Lord into the mud and the muck and the mire, Jeremiah 38.6. In the New Testament, consider Paul's persecutions that he mentioned in 2 Corinthians eleven twenty-three through 27 The early church and its persecution in Jerusalem that scattered them abroad, Acts 8, verses 3 and 4. One chapter earlier in Acts 7, we see the stoning of Stephen for preaching the gospel. Think about John the Baptist according to Matthew 14 and James in Acts 12, and both of those died due to losing their heads. They were beheaded. History tells us that Peter was crucified upside down, and he pled for that because he said he was not worthy to be crucified as his Lord and Master. Except for Judas, who hanged himself, and John, who died in an old age, it is said that all of the apostles died cruel, torturous deaths. Now let's think about persecutions today. Throughout the world, there are those persecuted because of their faith in God and in Christ. You know, dear friends, it seems the tolerance crowd wants tolerance for their sinful choices, but I find that they fail to show tolerance in return for those of us with spiritual choices. And there are other persecutions and challenges that I've noted through the years. How about family that will reject Jesus Christ and the church? And they are very critical of you because you obeyed the gospel. We find this with spouses at one another, even children that obey the gospel of Christ, and they will have a parent that will be very disappointed in them. The workplace that rejects Christ— or the constant badging about the constant, shall I say, badgering of one's faith, the mockery and the fun of which they make of others. Sad to say, too, dear friends, sometimes that persecution comes with fellow church members, fellow Christians, and that's sadly due to spiritual immaturity. They're very critical of decisions and can come down on you. Dear friends, it does happen. But, you know, Once again, let's reach back to our beatitude that we're considering today. The persecution is for righteousness' sake. This is the reason the persecution comes. Well, there's no righteousness. There's no persecution. So, may we press onward with this attitude to become. And today, let us look at what righteous living does. But first... How about an excellent study tool to encourage one in righteousness? Here is our J. Webb, who has a free publication just for you.
0: We at International Gospel Hour are honored to offer a free, bimonthly publication to send your way. For over 30 years, the Gospel Gleaner has provided sound biblical studies in a periodical format. It's published six times every year, and subscriptions are always free. Just go to GospelGleaner.com and sign up for either the mail or email version. Be sure to post in the comments box that you heard it from the International Gospel Hour. Again, for a free subscription of the Gospel Gleaner, just sign up at GospelGleaner.com. Let's continue our studies.
1: Righteous living, dear friends, will increase one's faith. Consider the words of Jesus in this same Sermon on the Mount from Matthew 5:44. But I say unto you, love your enemies, bless them that curse you, do good to them that hate you, and pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you. Yes, dear friends, that is a challenge. But the more that we pray for them and do good and bless them and strive to respond as Christ would have us to respond, then we have an impact with that person very possible. I do know this. If we fail to do that, then all we do is fuel their fires. Also, let us not allow ourselves to think the wisdom of the world is it. So many times we want to rely upon the wisdom of the world in the realm of politics or maybe motivation speeches or something. Listen to what Paul said in 1 Corinthians 3.18-20, Let no man deceive himself. If any man among you seems to be wise in this world, let him become a fool, that he may be wise. For the wisdom of the world is foolishness with God. For it is written, He takes the wise in their own craftiness. And again, the Lord knows the thoughts of the wise, that they are vain. Let's allow the Apostle Paul to give us application here of righteous living will increase faith. 1 Corinthians 1, beginning with verse 18, For the preaching of the cross is to them that perish foolishness. Watch now. But unto us which are saved it is the power of God. For it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise and will bring to nothing the understanding of the prudent. Where is the wise? Where is the scribe? Where is the disputer of this world? Has God or has not God made foolish the wisdom of this world? For after that in the wisdom of God, the world by wisdom knew not God. It pleased God by the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. Now, Paul was not saying that preaching is foolishness. He was taking the world's viewpoint of preaching as foolishness, and he said, here's what God has chosen to use in order to increase faith. Don't allow the motivation of the world, the wisdom of the world, to dictate our righteous living. Only by following the power of God, the cross, and the word of God will our faith increase. Let's pause for a moment. I want to go back to our Jay Webb. He's got an awesome Bible study course that we'll send to you absolutely free by mail that will help increase faith. Here's our Jay Webb.
0: Your friends at the International Gospel Hour are offering absolutely free a Bible study course by mail. You may study in the privacy of your own home at your own pace. Feel free to give it a try. Please call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988 and leave your name, address, and just say, Home Study. That's it. Again, call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988 and please leave your name, address, and just say, Home Study. You may also go to our website at internationalgospelhour.com, click on the Contact tab, And leave us the same information, name, address, and type, Home Study, in the message box. We'll send it right away. Thank you for your interest in the things of God. And now,
1: back to Jeff. Righteous living will increase boldness. Romans 1.16 affirms the gospel of Christ. It's the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believes, to the Jew first and also to the Greek, Paul said he was not ashamed of that gospel. He had grown in his boldness. In 1 Peter 4, beginning with verse 14, Peter said, If you be reproached for the name of Christ, happier you. For the spirit of glory and of God rests upon you. On their part he is evil spoken of, but on your part he is glorified. But let none of you suffer as a murderer or a thief or as an evildoer or as a busybody in other men's matters. Yet if any man suffer as a Christian, Let him not be ashamed, but let him glorify God on this behalf. Dear friends, how can one be blessed when faced with persecution? That's a simple answer, because in God's sight, that individual is right, living righteously. And because of faith in Christ and boldness, one continues to grow in Christ with an attitude to become. Is this not an awesome study? Dear friends, let's continue our studies together another time, shall we? Thanks for joining me today here from the International Gospel Hour. And until next time, I'm Jeff Archie, and dear friends, keep listening. God be with you, still be
0: with you. Thank you for listening to our broadcast today. We hope, first, that it glorified God, but second, we hope that it edified you. Listen to it again if you need to, or to other lessons in this series by going to the Media tab at our site, internationalgospelhour.com. God.